Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewellery gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello. Hi, hey, the introduction. <laughs> you're, um, you're supposed to practice. I know. You have the car journey. I know, but every time you look at me with that microphone, you go, hello, I'm like, huh. <laughs> it's My the eye contact. Phallic microphone. <laughs> Look at me dead in the eyes. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Alex. <laughs> um, so I, I actually, okay, I've got an is it just me? Hit me. Is it, actually, this is extremely niche, so maybe not. But like, <laughs> whenever I hold a microphone, see, very niche. And I've only done it like a, like a literally You're about speaking five times. as if you're not speaking to the nation that love karaoke, but okay, carry That's on. Yeah, you're point. the only one that holds a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm such a big deal. <laughs> um, when you're holding a microphone, does it just feel wrong? It feels so phallic. I, you're obsessed with the phallic nature of it. I think it feels wrong from the... Because, okay, right, I'm just going to confess something to you, okay? I'm going to embarrass myself, Go okay? Because that's what you do when you have a podcast. In, like, 2002 or thereabouts, my parents got me for Christmas the coolest karaoke machine you have ever seen like it was big like it right. was it was boombox size like it wasn't little it was a big karaoke machine it took cassettes and it took cds and it showed the lyrics to the songs that you were doing not only that but it came with a microphone no 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 it came with two black microphones with gold like heads oh fun. classy like it was so classy unbelievable wow. like all my friends were out there with their little like gray and pink ones and, and i liked it but i felt well unfortunately it was so good i i don't think it was meant for somebody like me i think <laughs> i might have been more comfortable as it transpires in the realms of the gray and the pink ones with the stickers and like do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think mine was for people not like me, and um, I can't sing. That's what I'm trying to get at. And it was, and and it was too good for me. Oh, it was way too I good see. for someone that couldn't sing. It just, it, it yeah. was like because anyone that looked at it would be like, "Whoa, that's a pretty amazing piece of kit you got there." And I'd be like, "Yeah, thanks." And then like it didn't look like I did it recreationally, like all my friends. It looked yeah. like I did it like with the big dogs. You turned up looking like Billy Big Bollocks, and then you yeah, opened exactly. your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, so all my friends would come to the house and we'd do, I'd be like, yeah, let's do karaoke. And then it would be like Nelly Furtado, I'm Like a Bird, absolute anthem. Classic. Yeah, and it was just kind of a bit sad. Anyway, I think my awkwardness with a microphone stems from that because I'm holding this 
Billy Big Bollock microphone that's black and gold and that was saved for like the Whitney Houston's of this world. And I yeah. somehow ended up with it in my possession and I wasn't worthy. And I've always felt like I'm still holding an imaginary microphone in front of myself, my face. And I've always felt like a bit of a knob now whenever I hold one. Because, yeah, yeah, I'm sensing that. I, I can I can feel your awkwardness. <laughs> I'm going to try and find a photo of it. It was huge, Al. And like, I think, you know, the ones I mean that like all that everybody had. The, the fun, the recreational karaoke machines chill a bit yeah shit. yeah like nondescript well just yeah like I and think yours mine is bejazzled it was just too good it was just too good yeah. for me I don't so, like that because yeah. it just makes me feel like I feel the awkwardness of like being overdressed or like too dressed up for a party you know would you rather be overdressed or underdressed to a party? underdressed any day are you kidding nope underdressed are you kidding? No, I'd rather be underdressed for sure. So, for sure. Right, okay, right. So my wedding, like we're having a beautiful day. I'm in this yeah. stunning dress. It's huge. Best day of my life. And you'd rather be in jeans than a nice dress. Well, no, because if I was in a nice dress, I'd just be reasonably dressed. No, but like a really nice dress. But like a ball gown? Yeah. I'd rather be in jeans. I'd rather you weren't there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Actually, I don't know if I am. That's insane. That's well, so fun. I mean, uh, um, imagine like the shape. Like at least if you're if you're wearing jeans, if you're underdressed, you can kind of blend into the background a little bit. You're a bit more nondescript. It's kind of like you can be glossed over. But if you turn up in a ball gown, like a big puffy ball gown. Do you own a ball gown? I don't own a ball gown. No, no, I don't think I've ever worn one. Actually, no. No, I don't. Maybe we should. Maybe we should get gowns. Well, I, I've actually got a black tie wedding this weekend. No, but that's not a gown but thing. That's not, no, but it's full length, which I do find quite challenging. Oh, uh, wait, you're going to... They've told you you have to wear a full length black tie outfit. Well, that's black tie, isn't it? Black tie's full length, isn't it? Okay, so I think I might have fucked up because <laughs> I went to a black tie wedding not that long ago and I did not wear full length. Did other people? No. Oh, I my thought, mom and my sister did. So I thought that's mm. what black tie meant. I just think it means formal. I hate dress codes. Well, Sim- simply put, black tie for women best translates as long. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I need to write my Francesca an apology. Yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh in God. this day and age, you can get away with like a midi. Were you wearing a midi? No, 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 it was short. No, no. okay, <laughs> okay. Oh my God. No, it was like, um, it was sequined, it was sequined. It was red, it was a red sequin, hard to say, the red sequin Rixo dress. Like it would be way too oh, dressy yeah. for anybody else's you wedding. You rented it. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't have worn it to like a, like a daytime wedding. Yeah. Because it was too nice, like too smart. I'm sure it'd have been fine. I mean, well, they're probably they still talking about you, but <laughs> yeah, they, let, they let you in. They're still talking about me. <laughs> I, I just think as long, as long as you don't turn up in white, like it doesn't matter, you know? So yeah, the God, how embarrassing. Okay, so I, I fucked up that wedding attire. Right, so what are you going to wear? So anything, everything. I am going to wear, do you know what? I, God, I am so easily influenced. Okay, another, is it just me? I'm actually just going to come in my own today because I've got too many of my own. Is it just me? Or, I don't actually know how to formulate the rest of that. Do I get easily influenced? Do you get, or is it just me? Or do people, does everyone 
get extremely... Does one get easily does, influenced? Uh, okay, there you go. Does one get very easily influenced by anything and everything on Instagram? Because I buy, I, I literally have to stop myself from buying everything that people share. I want it all. That is because you are literally the most impulsive person I have ever met in my entire life. Yeah, I am. I am learning, you know, and I'm, I'm less so now. I'm buying less. But I used to I used to buy so much and send it all back because it just didn't work. But um, anything that anyone shares, I just want to buy. Do, do you do that as well? Are you in, are you influenced? Um, yeah, yeah, there's loads of things I want, but I don't have your impulsiveness at all. I have the other end of the I have the other end of the spectrum totally. So I'll see something that I really want. I'm like, oh my god, it's absolutely stunning, yeah. and I'll go through, put it in my basket, get all the way through. And then I'll be like, I'll come back to this later. And I've literally got over 500 tabs open on my Safari because I have so many things I think I want and then I don't get. So it takes me like, I either have to buy something like on Amazon, like immediately, or I'll probably never buy anything. So in theory, yes. Okay. In theory, yes. Okay. I get very easily influenced, but I don't, I'm influenced to be, to be interested but not to actually purchase it's weird okay. actually but i'm i'm not very good at spending money like on anything i love renting dresses that's why i like renting dresses yeah. but i remember one time so alex was at alex's best friend's wedding at, just before christmas my rental dress didn't show up and i was like oh my god what am i gonna wear like this is like a really important wedding do you know what i mean and my dress just didn't show up and I ended up buying myself and I cannot tell you the spin that this sent me into, but I had to buy a dress, like an emergency dress for this wedding because I couldn't rent one, which is what I like to do because I don't like spending a lot of money on clothes, but I don't like fast fashion particularly and I'm really trying to make a conscious effort. Anyway, so I was like, okay, well, I'll have to buy something that I can rewear or maybe I could rent out myself. And I got in this massive panic and I ended up buying, in London, you can buy from matches.com, do you know, yeah. and you can get it same day delivery. So I had to go to the wedding that night and I bought myself a Zimmerman dress and it's Ooh, the most beautiful thing, stunning. like genuinely. And I'm so obsessed with it, but I cried when I bought it <laughs> because I was just so like They're expensive, panicked. aren't they? And, and everyone was like, it's fine because you can rent it out. I lend it to all my friends. So I'm like, it's going to make its money's worth and it'll live its happy life with me and I'll have it forever and ever. And it's so special. I've already, I've had it since December and I've worn it like six or seven times, which for a fancy dress is actually a lot of times. Mm. Um, so I'm getting my cost per wear probably by the time I'm like 50. But I just, I love it so much, but I got in such a spin about buying it and I, I get really like panicked by buying things and very like guilty, I guess. So yeah. I understand your impulsiveness, but I'm just, but, and also you have to remember Al, I've never sent anything back. <laughs> like that is not an option that's available for me. So I have to be super <laughs> careful when I shop because I don't have that option. <laughs> that's true actually. Just for listeners, I do have that option, but for some reason I've just got this like unexplained terror when it comes to post and post offices and all things logistical around post so I have to say um, though that surprises me because I find her and renting I find that process quite stressful 
Oh, I like that process. Because it's like, send it it's back, but you mine. have to send it back today. I, I think I thrive under the pressure that comes with, it has to be done today. So like when I get like a court summons or my speeding thing, and it's like, we've got to deal with this right now. I'm like, I can do that. But when <laughs> I just get like an elusive letter being like, here's a bill. I'm like, oh, a bill. I'm not going to do anything with that. <laughs> or like, here's a dress. I'll be like, oh, I'll just do it another time. And my entire life is just me saying, I'll do it another time. And then just not doing it another time, basically. Okay, so you work well to a deadline. If I know there's no other time available, I'll make it work. And my own deadlines don't work before you suggest that. <laughs> Trust me, I've tried them. I've tried to do lists. I've tried I've tried it all. No, they don't work. I was just thinking that like I, I that makes sense to me. And I feel like that is how you work. Oh, 100%. It's like, yeah, you work to pressure. Oh, I thrive under yeah. pressure. I love pressure. Yeah. I love pressure. I mean, my, my body doesn't and my mental health is, you know, pieces, but... It's how we go. It's how stuff gets done. It's not how you work. I wish I could work like you. I honestly, it's, it's something I know we're not supposed to be jealous, but I'm so jealous of you. I wish I could operate like you operate and I just don't and it's very sad. But short of getting hypnotised, I don't know what to do. <laughs> short of getting hypnotised. <laughs> oh, I'm snorting well, so much today. It might help. Well, but then I... My mum got hypnotised to give up smoking. Yeah. Do you know what? I was actually talking to someone about hypnosis today and they were like, a proper skeptic and they did it and they said that it was amazing and now they don't drink alcohol anymore but do not take my word for that because i mean who knows everyone's that's diff- okay everyone's i mean different. i don't i don't i don't need it yeah i don't need a guarantee i might as well just give it a go god knows i need fucking help <laughs> but then but then it's like and, it, and it's true and you, and you said that the other day it's like you're saying like you're jealous of the way i work but then like i feel like when we're around people you're more present Whereas I'm a bit more like trying to stay on top of everything still going on on my phone a little bit. But actually I'm, but I'm easier at doing things in the moment. You're not very good at doing things in the moment. No. Like I can do like stories on the go or like things yeah, on the I go. Yeah, I can't but do that. You, you've got to like throw yourself into like one thing or the other. Yeah. Like you're fully doing one thing. I can do like a million things at once and kind of be around. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. Like I, I, I thought that with the stories, that there's just no way I can do that. Like at the, the Euros, like I have to gather them all, go home and then sort my collect my thoughts and then go from there like I can't just do it on the fly I'm not an on the fly kind of gal but you really are oh my god I live I fly with a seat of my pants <laughs> that is I am I'm high in the sky that's where I live yeah and occasionally I just crash back down to earth and it's a fucking disaster <laughs> but most of the time I'm up and it's fine You're it's up. a bit stressful because I'm tired and my wings hurt but you know my wings it's hurt. fine put that on a magnet <laughs> my wings hurt <laughs> um oh god okay well I might actually just pursue this hypnosis thing but I don't know what specifically I'd ask for do you know what I mean be like can you just help me be a better human being but then again if it's this ADHD stuff then I just feel way better about it maybe I just ask for them to fix that I don't know if that's how hypnosis I don't think that's how hypnosis works. I think your first we step could tried be it, a psychiatrist, maybe. Um, <laughs> no, no. Hypnosis. You know me, I like practical help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super practical. Acupuncture, yeah. get acupuncture. <laughs> I am actually going for some acupuncture this week. Oh, I'll see if it helps. There you go. But you know, funnily enough, I haven't booked it. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that, so, I'm going for it. Ironically, I've been talking about it. I'm going to go see this guy called Frank, but um, I haven't booked it. So probably won't go. Story of my life. 
Um, Do you know what? Okay, I, um, I haven't. Is it just me from someone that isn't you? Oh, no, you've got something to tell me. Is it about acupuncture? Have you had acupuncture? Did you hate it? I imagine you find it incredibly stressful. No, I had... I, I don't know if it's if it's called acupuncture, if it was still... I went to a chiropractor. Basically, I, I have bad posture. And, like, my boobs are so big, I just think it makes it hard. And then I often get, like, sore so- shoulders and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself to a session at a chiropractor and see what they do. And I think it's called acupuncture. I, I, it was a needle. Anyway, put a needle into the muscle to like relieve, uh, to like release the tension. And I thought, it, I was like, oh, I can feel that working. And I said, I did, I did you know, I, I didn't really put much belief behind acupuncture. And she said, oh, well, there isn't any science behind it. And then when she said that, I was like, actually, I can't feel anything. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I know. I love acupuncture. And this same guy, Frank, who I was gonna go and see, um told me to go because i used to get really bad headaches like migraine headache type things and i i know people who like you know what it's really easy rose tinted glasses they were migraines but anyway i used to have really really bad headaches and like relentlessly and i I, people who have really bad migraines hate people who call migraines headaches really bad headaches so i know this i never got diagnosed as having migraines but i basically used to have really bad headaches that i would probably class the migraine but i don't know and i don't want to offend people who have migraines anyway I used to get really bad, like blinding headaches that would last for like a couple of days, and like they were just like completely all over every, all over my face, and it like like I well I'd always call it like my phantom headache, yeah, and it's like I basically get it from like halfway down my forehead, down my nose, and then Oof. all the way on the right hand side, like the Phantom of the Opera mask, Oof. and I just get it there really badly. Anyway, I I still very occasionally get them, but I used to get them all the time and I was having one when I went to go and see this guy Frank the acupuncturist and he was like I tell you what you should do you can get this acupuncture in your ear and you're in something called your date so he put a little needle in my ear and the headache like cleared it was really weird and then he was like you can get it as a piercing so that's why I went and got my date piercing and since then no way yeah, I went under the invi- under the advisement or on the advisement of an acupuncture guy. And since then, my headaches have been so much less frequent. That's so interesting. Isn't it? And I thought it was really so shit, but I was like, well, at least I get a pretty piercing. But it's been so oh, good wow. since. I know. I, I feel That's like cool, I can't let this moment pass without pointing out how you say migraines. <laughs> migraines. Migraines. Yeah, sorry, I said a hiccup. Yeah, migraine. <laughs> I've never heard it like that before. Migraine. Migraine. I like it. I don't know, don't read too much into it's it. It's cute. <laughs> it's a, it's a, no idea it's a ugrain. No, it's a migraine. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me. It's mine now. You can't tell me how to have it. It's all about me. This grain's all about me. How do you say envelope? Envelope. I knew it. I knew envelope. it. Envelope. Envelope. Yeah. It's more French like that, you know. Non envelope. Exactly, you know me, I'm cultured. Oh, yeah, look, we've talked about ourselves so oh much. Oh my I'm God, talk, 20 I'm minutes later, else. Jesus. And it's embarrassing. It's, it's, it's fine. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
<laughs> okay, so I have an entry here. An email. Hi all, really love the podcast and it keeps me entertained on my run, so thank you. No worries, you've slightly put me to shame there for running because I just don't do that anymore, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> anyway, I have an embarrassing story that probably isn't that embarrassing, but it's one of those why is being human so hard oh, kind yes. of things. Being a human is the hardest thing in the whole wide world. You just can't convince me. Well, you know what? Some animals might have it worse. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. Um, Because you... Anyway. Why is it so... I was in Norway going to a public swimming bath. I headed in the changing room and they do this thing where they take your shoes off before fully going in. So I took mine off and added them to the rack, noting that mine looked smaller than the rest. But I'm a size three and I thought these Scandinavian gals are tall, so they must have bigger feet, right? I went to pee first and on leaving the bathroom, someone else went in to pee after me. It was a very loud pee, more like a man's. But I thought, hey ho, some (laughs) women do pee loud. You do you. I chose a spot (laughs) right the way in, closer to the pool for easy pool access rather than the door. I'm normally quite a reserved Brit, but I thought when in Scandinavia and I casually got changed, stood around in a little Primark thong, you know the one, before getting my bathing suit on. I was working out how to do the locker when a man walked in. I thought he, not me, the tourist, had walked into the wrong room. Then suddenly a lot more men came in. When I realised my error, I froze in panic for about a minute and tried to hide behind a tiny locker door crouching in a frilly pink bathing suit. Oh, no. I realised that it was only one way out, so I put my clothes on and literally had to slither out of there as fast as I could, <laughs> trying not to make eye contact with all the men coming in and hating myself that I had chosen the furthest spot from the door. For some reason, I was literally burning with shame. Like, there are a couple of reasons why you might be burning with shame. I'm going to be honest. Like, for some reason, this was really embarrassing. Um, I walked into the women's changing room and it was full of naked women. I love how much more chill they are about being naked there. And very obviously, the women's changing room. Thank God I hadn't been there when all the men were in this state of their nakedness. The worst thing is that I checked the sign outside the door twice before going in and still got it wrong and there were so many clues why am I like this hope you found it as embarrassing as I did I would simply die I literally I would I would I would perish I'm so proud of this woman for still being alive after such an ordeal I think I'd have to say something I think I'd have to be like oh I got the wrong one better best go to best make my way to the ladies would you say that in Norwegian would you of course, um, you know me. I'm a linguist. I'm a linguist. <laughs> a lingu- linguist. Um. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. That is Bless so embarrassing. Her. Yeah. Bless her. Yeah, that is really Bless embarrassing. Bless her. Bless her. I, cho- I I did that at the airport once, and I wondered why there were urinals, and but it didn't like <laughs> it occurred to me, but like not enough to stop me to think, oh, it's because it's the men's. I was just like. Oh, like casual observation, like there's urinals in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's uncomfortable. Mm. You fascinate me. Like you absolutely fascinate me. But you know, when you make observations cool that you don't fully register, <laughs> so you see them and you and you know, like, oh, that's urinals. That's odd. But you don't you don't then like there's a synapse miss. Like <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't like make the way to them. Then they're like, hang on. Why are there urinals here? Do you know what I mean? That would be one of the very first thoughts that I had. <laughs> like, I can see how this girl missed the clues. Like, okay, big shoes and, and no naked women present. Like, they're, they're, they're small, tiny clues. You take a detective to work that out. But urinals, they're a pretty big... That's a, that's a murder weapon <laughs> well, look, left on the floor. I'm thick, okay? And sometimes <laughs> things just don't click. <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, I feel for her. I mean, maybe she's checked the signs twice, but maybe they were indifferent because she was in Norway. I don't know. Maybe they were in like... I find those so stressful <sighs> when you go to other countries... And it's, yeah. a, it's a, an M or an F, so you've got male or female. Right. But then you've got women's and man's. Wait, there's some other options available. Or when they do this kind of elusive ones where it's like, is it a man in a suit or is it a woman in a skirt? Or like, it'll be like a man yeah. with a cane. And I'm like, what? Or like a woman in a top hat. But I'm like, but men traditionally, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Or, or like a G and a B, which is obviously for girls and boys, but that eludes me in the moment. I agree. If it's not, if it doesn't literally say like woman, evades me, not eludes me. Eludes? Wait, that's sounding really weird. Anyway, I said, yeah, yeah, well, I'm very proud of you for surviving. And I'm so sorry for you. Congratulations. Also, thank God you don't live there. You know what I mean? At least one of those places you can leave and literally yeah. never return yeah. yeah 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 like imagine that happening in like your local gym they'll be like oh quirky english girl you know yeah yeah no drama and also they'll never see you again as long as you live yeah. presumably yeah. they'll be like oh, something really thing. weird happens yeah yeah exactly like they're just so stupid yeah. over there <laughs> they just do stupid things all the time notoriously stupid over there <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> have you got anything for me anything for me anything for me is it just me? Hey, Amy, Daisy, Alex, and M. Absolutely love the podcast. Thank you. And I really appreciate the work you all do in making this show for us all to enjoy. That is so sweet. That is so nice, isn't it? Thank you very thank much. Thank you. That's so nice to recognise that. I, I, as much as I say, hate saying hello, I also hate saying thank you. Do you? It's so hard to make it. Well, yeah, because you say thank you so much. And I really mean that from the bottom of my soul. But obviously I have to say thank you because that's what you're supposed to say. So then does it sound like I'm just saying it because I have to? Like, you know, when like, you were like, you'd leave your mom, like you'd leave someone's house, like when you were a kid and your mum would come and pick you up from the play date and they go, and, and, and you'd be, it would be the tip of your tongue to say, thank you so much for the best time ever. But just before you said it, your mum would go, what do you say? And it makes it sound like you didn't have that thought on your own and you're only saying it because she said, what do you say? Do you know what I mean? That's really cute. Thank you so much for the best time ever. That's so cute. (laughs) Oh Oh, my God, there's so many things. I've I've always been well-mannered. But it was so annoying because my mum was so good at like, oh my God, she was like so, like manners for everything. It was so important to her that we had really good manners. But then... I'd always feel so hard done by because I'd want to show everyone how good my manners were and I really want to like thank everyone and be so polite. But every time it just sounded like it wasn't my idea because she'd say, what'd you say? Like, and before we were allowed to get down from the table, we always, and we turned it into a little song because we're massive losers and we'd say, thank you for our lovely food. Please may we get down. Oh, um, that's cute. I know, so cute. But then we'd like say it as quick as we could, but it would always be like, you'd have to, we'd have to like break, we'd literally like finish our mouth and go, thank you for all of you people get down. <laughs> and we'd have to say it super quick before she was like, what do you say? Because it's like, I know what to say, I'm going to say it. <laughs> anyway, I think it stems from that. That's so funny. I was going to say thank you anyway, okay? Yeah. Did I tell you to I say know. thank you? Did I? Well, no, I just did. Oh, I don't know. did you just but feel like, obliged? But I've also got this thing where I like, I say thank you and you put it on your story today. Like I always, I say please and thank you to Alexa all the time and Siri and anyone who yeah. I ever talk to. Um, treat your Alexa kindly, guys. Da, da, da. 
Is it just me who, even while being in a long-term heterosexual relationship, feels they may be bisexual? I'm not really sure how to go around this. Bit of a backstory, I'm a cis female. I've been with my husband for 13 years this year. I was young, 16, when we started dating. We are now happily married and have gone on to have two children. I'm really happy in my marriage, but for the last few years, I've wondered about my sexuality. I've always been attracted to girls. In the recent years, more so attracted to more females than males. I feel that because I'm happily married, I can't slash don't want to explore this side of things. But I find myself thinking of it most days. How would I label myself? Am I bisexual or do I just find girls pretty? I guess I sort of feel like I'm not being true to myself or being honest with the way I feel. As I've only ever been with my husband sexually and we have a really good sex life, so it's not like I'm missing anything. Is it just me who feels this way? I'm wondering about my sexuality when what's really the point as I'm already with my twin flame? I have, well, I mean, obviously, like, we're not, like, the perfect people to comment on that, given that we're both heterosexual. Forgot the word there. But for what it's worth, I have actually had a friend go through this recently. Um, and I, I I just know from her experience that it is a really confusing time. And if you feel comfortable to do so, I think there's something to be said for having this conversation with your husband. Right. Because I know like instinctively, I think we think that people are going to, or our partners are going to be very threatened by that. But like you say, you don't feel like you're missing anything. And, you know, just because you also fancy women, it doesn't mean that, because you probably fancy other men, like, please, like, like my love for Toto Wolf is huge, but I don't think Alex is like actively threatened by it. But so I don't think that like, your husband will instinctively think, oh my God, I'm so threatened because there's always been the knowledge that you probably fancy other men as well. So I think in terms more of like you making your peace with your identity, it's a really important step that you talk to him about like this side of you. And it doesn't necessarily need to change your relationship. It might change the way that you feel about yourself. But I don't imagine if your relationship is as strong as I'm sure it is and it sounds like, I don't think it would necessarily change anything for your husband. And it just allows you to know yourself a little bit better, which is really important and special. So I'd say it's definitely not just you. And if if anybody can think of a way that we could like explore this on the podcast or um, any guests that we could speak to about it to give you a bit more like sort of comfort or a bit more knowledge around it, um, then let us know. And if we get any recommendations on the back of this, we'll let you know as well. You can put it on the Instagram, but... I don't know, Al. What I actually thinking? do follow an influencer who recently came out as bisexual and she's been married to her husband for a really long time. But um, like you said, I think you're not... It's not like cheating on him. It's not being unfaithful to him to realise that you're bisexual and you fancy girls as well as boys, you know, because you fancy boys anyway. But I think I think the longer you keep it in and keep it away from your husband, I think the more um, confusing it might get. Or I, I think you need to explore it a little bit in the open, I think is what I'm trying to say. And with someone that feels safe to you, and it sounds like your husband does feel safe to you, and... I'm sure he will be like totally, I mean, we can't, we can't say for sure, but I imagine from what you're saying and you've got a really healthy, like happy relationship, he'll be understanding of this and it's something that you can like work out together, you know? It's, it's, it's amazing to hear so many stories like this. I think maybe with social media, like we do have more access to stories like this and, uh, you know, basically real people's stories. And I think like the fact that 
that we're we're aware of you know we both follow people have friends that are in this position it's definitely not just you and I think I mean just me as like a super I don't know I'm so confused by like humans and this ridiculous weird structure that no offense the church has put on like the world to like just have such rigid restrictions around sexuality it doesn't make any sense to me it's so fluid and it should be so fluid and I think most people really understand that that that's what it is and it doesn't need to be a, a massive box and you don't need to just like parcel yourself up and put yourself in a box and then that's it you're in there forever I think like you do have the free that's the beauty of like the, the world that we're living in now you've got the beauty to get out your box and go and have a look in other boxes and see if they like tickle your pickle or whatever and then kind of work out where you're at from there and like Al said you're not being unfaithful it's not bad for your relationship it's just a part of who you are it's like and it's yeah it's a part of what you're interested in and Mm. and how you work and that's lovely that you get to explore that together but I think like Al said bringing it out having it internally inside I think it is going to make you feel like you've got something to be ashamed of even though you totally haven't and I think by bringing it out and speaking to him about it it doesn't feel like you're keeping a secret because it's horrid to keep a secret from someone that you love particularly Mm. when you haven't done anything wrong and there's no reason that it has to be a secret so if I were you, I'd chat with you about it. That, this wasn't the question. The question wasn't, please, can I have advice? The question was, is it just me who's given you advice? So sorry. Um, but in short, no, I don't think it is just you. Yeah. It, the uh, the influencer, by the way, is Alicia McCarvel. Um, she's also really, really, really great influencer to follow anyway. Um, but yeah, she's happily married, came out as bisexual, and the response has been amazing. And she said that her husband's response was brilliant. Like he was very understanding and they were able to talk it out together. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, yeah, test the waters with your husband and see how it goes. But, um, yeah, I I think anything kept inside is quite difficult to deal with. Do you know what? It would be so interesting. Like I'm kind of thinking out loud here and this is, this is a different situation, but it would be so interesting if my, um, so my ex-boy, if we could talk to my ex-boyfriend, um, on the podcast so he we were together for 10 years before he came out and he knew he was gay for a while but kept it in and I know doesn't regret that now but we talk about it all the time between ourselves like it's a really open conversation between us and I think it'd be interesting if he if he wanted to come on and we could like talk to him about it that could be really interesting because I think we were together when we were really young as well and it's before you really sometimes when you get together really young you don't necessarily have the chance to like explore like fully explore your sexuality and like realize like where where you're where you're landing on the spectrum and then you're kind of in with into a relationship and then to actually come out once you're deep into a relationship is really difficult so again this is a different situation but we should so get him on it would be great he's really he's great as well it's going to be awkward if he doesn't want to because now you've said that we're going to ask. So if he doesn't show up, everyone's going to know that he said no. But that'll just be like a little whack at your ego and otherwise it'll be fine. Yeah. You'll bounce back. You'll be fine. Be, we'll just never mention it again. It's fine. Never happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he like blocks your number. He's like, okay, it was a good, it was a good decade of friendship and yeah. whatever else. But... About. Well, that was... That was longer than we expected and we only did one is it just me so that was fun right we can't say hello we can't say thank you and we can't say goodbye what can we do alex what's the fucking point of it oh that's weird too you call me alex that's weird i feel like you only call me al now baby sweetie (laughs) love of my life (laughs) cockatoo 
Don't know where that one came from. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Weird vibes. Um, um, also, I tell you what, is it just me that's got Find My Friends on their partner? Just as a final little one. Oh, no, do you find I my do. Friends on there? Yeah. Because look at the speed that Alex is moving right now. <gasps> I'm going to report him. I'm going to call the Nino. Oh, that's really fast. No, he's not in a car, he's on a train. Oh, uh, right, okay. The Nino. okay. Um, that's so fun. Yeah, I think, yeah, I've got loads of my friends on Find My Friends as well. Yeah, I've got all my sisters on there, my family. Love it. And then I can tell when one of them wants to be sneaky because they turn it off. How sneaky? Yeah, well, my sister's blocked me. <gasps> Has she? Well, she's blocked all of us. She's just turned her location off, which is probably That's such fine, a sister thing, isn't know? it? Well, she's a grown-up and I have to respect that. And then my yeah. mum and my brother both have Google phones. So, sure, I don't have any family to stalk then. So I just have to stalk myself and Alex but I like that from a safety thing. He just got hit off his bike like twice by cars in like the space of two years. And I was like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm going to keep an eye on you. Yeah. So I have, don't have like, like flip into neuroses every time he's on his bike. And then, yeah, yes. now I've got it flows to my friends. I think Georgie's blocked me as well though. It's just a bit sad. Actually. <laughs> yeah. It's nice though. My friend, I've got my friend Lucky. I just like to watch her at work sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird when I say it out loud. So I'm just going to stop talking about it. She's definitely going to, well, she doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. I was going to say otherwise she'll block me too. And then I'll have no one left. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, at some point you have to just, one, you have to, you have to question like, is it them or is it you? Like, why is everyone oh, blocking me. you? <laughs> no, it's me. It's to be a common look, denominator. I'm a common denominator here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> and that applies to all areas of my life, except the ones I don't want it to. Like when I'm being trolled. And then I'm like, no, it's not me. It's them. Yeah, it's definitely them. <laughs> oh, in that case, it's definitely them. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, okay, thanks so much. Okay, well, this has been fun, but I will see you on Monday for a... Did you hear that? Did you just do a massive... Yes, I heard that. Daisy, please don't take that please out. Please don't take that out, say, Nice goodbye. Please don't take that out. You're fucking rank. You're an absolute disgrace. That's it. I'm, that's it. I'm actually not going to see you on Monday. Fuck you. This is disgusting. I can't work under these conditions. I'm done. <laughs> actually, that's just brought up and is it just me for next week? I'm going to write that down so don't forget. Right. Thank you all so much for listening. Why did you just pick up a pen? You little lie. You're not going to write that down on paper. You're going to pick up your phone. You're going to write it in your notes. You don't know how to write things by hand. That's true. You always do it on your computer. And oh my God, what is this? Blue pylon. All right. <laughs> Leave me be. Can you just tell them, just as we go, can you just tell them what you did for your, for your wedding? Oh. For your wedding. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, given that, like, I don't think any of my mates actually listen to the podcast, so it's fine. So basically, I really struggle with writing nowadays just because we don't write anymore. Everything's on the phone or on type type, tap, tip type, whatever. And then actually writing gives me, like, major, major cramp. I think it's because I write dodgy. Like, I write like that as well rather than, like, but I don't... Yeah, that's kind of intense. Yeah, it's just too intense like and it hurts. So yeah, like I got a Word document. You look, like you, be, you look like you should be writing hate mail with your hand <laughs> held like that. Like a little claw. claw. Um, yeah. So I got a Word document and I wrote down, I wrote, I wrote down what I wanted to say to everyone as, for my thank you cards. And my little sister wrote them out for me. <laughs> you are a fucking disgrace. You put that pen down. You don't deserve to hold the pen. You don't deserve penmanship status. You put that pen down. But look, this is this is the Maria Tash um, pen that we got from our piercing. That's our matching piercing. Okay, I get that pen. You you can hold that pen. Thank you. Take it back. You fraud. You fraud. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's time. It's time to. 
say goodbye. Oh, this is why I wasn't allowed the microphone. This lovely. is why I wasn't allowed. This is why this is why I was a fraud with the microphone. This is why that karaoke machine wasn't right for me. I know I'm going. Okay, I'm gonna go. Okay, okay. <laughs> on that okay. note. See everyone, see you, see you on Monday. Loving okay? and leaving Love you, you all very much. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Should I delete that is part of the ACAS Creator Network. Bye.